Yo, everybody, we made it to Friday. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. February 16th. We got to talk about cars. Uh, this new inst- in, bleh, new report by cars, Farley on Ford, and an Asotocon speaker on Jimmy Fallon. Literally, an Asotocon speaker was on the Jimmy Fallon show. Not just on the show. Not like panned across them in the audience. They were on the stage with Quest. Lo- it's a whole thing. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. Get to it. Oh, yo, listen, we, you and I were on the ground yesterday, dealership all day long, um, kind of grinding away on process and it blows my mind and everybody in who's done work like this understands that you can take this very small sliver of the overall operations and make massive improvement in process by just focusing on one thing. I I can't believe what that does. As many times as you see it, I still can't believe it. It's unbelievable, and you can spend four or five hours and still barely get to the bottom of it. I feel like you didn't get anywhere. Retrain it. No, but I think that that's, it's important for dealers just to think about, and for anybody. I mean, this applies to us in our organization. It's like, how do we take this thing that we're doing that we thought, like, it's there and it's working, and how do we break it down a little bit to the maniacal and go, how do we unwind this, rewind it, put it back together again so that it actually supports the thesis that we're trying to accomplish serves Mm -hmm. the customer serves the end user serves the employee really really well and like you can't do that every single day for every single process but over time really mapping to that getting it on paper you absolutely should the the reality that no matter how good your process is that personal accountability being the real linchpin in the whole thing, each individual person being willing to be like, engage a process, um, be one to be flexible when it breaks down, help coach it so it doesn't break down. feels really good that a business has been very successful and running for a very long time, still has these issues that makes me feel better about like know, the soda right? world, right? Because we're constantly <laughs> like, oh, how does we break this? You know, from the outside, you see a bunch of content from the back end. We're always like, okay, we got to do that and things break. And like, it was just encouraging to see that like, that's just a part of like growing something. Yeah. Period. Just growing. Oh, what do we got? Well, speaking of growing oh, something. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Yes, we'll just <laughs> we'll just stop that. We have grown. Uh, the podcast world of Asodu is ever growing. Uh, but yesterday we hit the hundredth episode of Auto Collabs. If you haven't heard out Auto Collabs, you should go oh, check it out. Great. Uh, it is our long form podcast. This the most recent one with Michael Wood of Checkered Flag Auto Group is amazing uh we also released 23 podcast episodes on our in the dirt podcast you can search any any podcast platform for in the dirt with a sodu or just in the dirt it should come up um we've got companies like quantum five cars commerce outsell use lot link stream companies a bunch of dealers that we met at nada all across the floor in this podcast really talking about what's going on in the industry and they're all real quick they're all like seven to ten minutes so you can like 2x speed 23 yeah. episodes in like the time it takes you to listen to one it's show great bro. it's great drive <laughs> it's great drive time uh content walking the dog content because a lot of what we hear from nada is that People go around and can't see everything, don't have time to understand even what everybody does or the people behind what it does. So the the goal here is really to bring that to you in bite-sized chunks so you can be like, oh, that's what that company does, right? Now I know, maybe I should call them or maybe I should, like we're trying to make things easy for you to consume 
And uh, we do it via content and try to tee it all up for you. So check those out. Uh, Michael Wood, I can't wait to meet him at a SodaCon. Um, a SodaCon is coming up less than 90 days now, 88 days. Hotel room block is going to be open really soon. Tickets are available now. Still early bird pricing if you want to get them. We have a lot of big announcements coming up about this. The speaker list is really stacking up. We're going to start to drop and announce speakers. There's a bunch on the site already. So if you go to SodaCon.com, there's already plenty of reason to be there. But uh, this is going to continue to ramp up up and us releasing new information um the, the closer we get to it so um stay tuned speaking folks. of releasing new information Paul. oh that's segway. nice a segue Real i might not good. have gotten good last night but my segment segue game segue is on, point is on. on all right Let's here's go. the here's the deal our friends at cars commerce are leveraging their data to provide a new month monthly they're calling it the industry insights report that will pull out key car shopping data across their platform and as you know they have access to a lot of shopper data a lot of behaviors so they sent this to us uh before they released it they released it just yesterday you can click through in the link in the show notes to see the full thing but we're going to give you a summary um to help just break it down so first of all shift kyle what we'll do is i'll say a, i'll say a little thing you say a little thing okay because this will get long if we don't first there has been a shift, undergoing a shift to a buyer's market. The auto industry seeing potential shift toward this, a buyer's market in 2024, driven by this combination of lower prices, a 36% year-over-year increase in new car inventory, and cars staying on dealer lots for longer. That's just yep. what happened. So what's that put? The shopper in the driver's seat. There you go. Uh, the the driver's seats are, are a little bit harder for shoppers. Uh, even though new car prices have dipped again, mm -hmm. the total vehicle cost is still elevated due to things like uh, interest rates. So, however, uh, the new car pricing index revealed that the total cost to purchase and finance a vehicle is still 32.7% above Ooh. MSRP. That includes... Uh, that's, that's not just like, uh, what the retail price of the car is, but all taxes, tag title, finance, insurance, uh, on top of that. So, well, it's not with all bad news because there are now increased options for budget conscious consumers with a notable uptick in the availability of new cars under 30,000. We haven't Yo. uttered that in a while, um, wow. with a 63% year over year increase, um, indicating more options with a more accessible price range. Uh, the market is still below average though, down 79% when compared to pre pandemic, uh, 2019 levels. So, um, you know, we're getting moving in the right direction, but it's not at all where we were in 2019. Yep. Uh, used car scarcity is at a all-time high, even though we're seeing new cars coming back um, and a slight decrease in average prices, an 800,000 vehicle drop in availability exacerbates the scarcity of used cars, um, indicating increased volatility in the market this year and a high need for monitoring the lease returns mm -hmm. that may or may not be coming to project future inventory. I know, not a lot of leases are still on dicey, two, three years ago. You know? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, last, last point, growing EV inventory and market adjustments are in full swing. We know this already. The EV market's fluctuating uh, with 136.7% increase in dealer inventory. So, um, you know, use EVs, seeing some uptick. That makes a lot more sense with affordability, but uh, this year is going to all be all about figuring out the EV, I think. Yep, I, I agree. It's figuring out the EV and keeping your used car inventory tight. Actually, the dealer that we were at yesterday said, hey, it's the hardest time that we've seen in a long time mm -hmm. to acquire the right used vehicles at the right price points. And so uh, masters of uh, used 
and figuring out EVs. Speaking of figuring out EVs, segways. We're just cracking them over the fence today. Uh, during the Wolf Research Global Auto Conference in New York, Ford CEO Jim Farley announced a strategic shift toward developing smaller, profitable, keyword there, EVs uh, amidst the changing market and a new dynamic with the UAW post-strike. So he's saying basically Ford is recalibrating its full EV strategy, focusing on a platform of smaller, affordable vehicles to be profitable within their first 12 months. Uh, Farley's emphasizing the need for a solid plan. And this quote we're about to read is just, just fantastic. And we're just going to read it verbatim. Um, so he needs said, we need vehicles with better operating costs than competitors like Corolla or Civic. So when you think of the vehicle size, think that this is a quote from Jim Farley. It is non-negotiable that we are going to allocate capital to a new affordable electric vehicle and have to make money in the first 12 months. He said, uh, talking about a message he gave to a team, he said this, and I don't want a bullshit roadmap. I want wow. like a real plan. And if you can't execute that plan, we ain't launching the car. <laughs> I was Bro like, got a little sideways on the second. I half was of that one. no, he just hit the finger wagon started. He's like, let me tell you something. He's like, snap, snap, snap. He got his inner 13 year old middle school girl <laughs> in on him. I mean, it was nuts. <laughs> Like, that was wild. Uh, so uh, I, I think he's had enough. And he's like, listen, I don't want. Okay. So this kind of ties back to what we were just talking about a lot with this um, kind of like guessing on where the EVs are going to go and are going too hard on these big, gigantic EVs. They made them. They're not profitable. They realize it. The stock market's give them, giving them the business for it. And now I think it's just like they know. Like, if we don't make this profitable, like, he gone. <laughs> yeah right. yeah oh uh, oh he knows that for sure yeah and 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 he's like oh oh the customer wants this to be a little bit cheaper so they can afford it let's try that one well, it's the only practical way to go um he also uh was asked and talked about the traditionally good relationship ford had with the uaw um he said something about the recent strike negotiations and we quote again that was a moment for us clearly our relationship has changed does it have an impact on business? Yes. Oh, I want to go to this conference. I feel like people. I, know. Do, I feel like people are just like, getting real. <laughs> sounds like these people had the machetes and shotguns out. It's wild. We should get them to a SodaCon. Come on, Jim. Come to a SodaCon. Be awesome. Give you. We're gonna bring in speakers to a SodaCon. Oh. Segway. Time. You know when you announce a keynote speaker, and then just a couple weeks later. He shows up on the Jimmy Fallon show. You got to know you're doing the Felt right thing. Felt pretty good about that one. Uh, Will Gadara and his wife showed up yesterday on a segment of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, um, the uh, the legendary restaurateur and author of Unreasonable Hospitality is Will Gadara, and his wife is Chef Christina Tozzi, the founder of Milk Bar, if you've ever had like a lot of their products. Uh, they made a little Valentine's Day treat with Jimmy and Questlove did a little dream weaving for them because uh, if you haven't read the book, it's all about these like particular wonderful moments that they that they put together. And so they researched like Jimmy's and Questlove's favorite little snacks and desserts and 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 helped them had them uh, make it. It was a little fun segment. Talked about how unreasonable hospitality was on the bear. If you haven't watched the bear, it's a good Amazing show. Series. It's not like, you know, there's some wholesome questionable things there but 
uh, but it's really good. But so, it is the restaurant business. It's it is the it's it is out and out the rest the inner city restaurant business. It's perfect, but uh, it's pretty cool to see that. Like, it is. I mean, I think it's just acknowledgement. And Will Gadara, um, obviously owned Eleven Madison Park, legendary, rated the best restaurant in the world at one point in New York City. So they kind of knew each other. But we're so excited to bring this level of relatability. And I don't know, human interaction to a SotoCon and to the industry in a deeper way. We know he's been making the rounds yep. a little bit, uh, did something with Mazda, did something with Walzer um, just recently. Um, and so he's going to be at a SotoCon, which is a great reason to come to a SotoCon and meet him and hear how he's going to overlay this level of hospitality thinking in over audit. top of what we yep. do every day. Because let's face it, we are we are hosting guests by the thousands every single hey. day. Hey. Through the service lanes, through the through the sales department, on phones, right? Hospitality isn't it doesn't even have to be an in-person thing, right? You can express hospitality on the phone, by the way, BDCs. You can do it. And the best BDCs Absolutely. do it great. They do. They do. I don't know. I think that's questions of hospitality, right in auto. Bring uh, it to the game. Let's go. Well, we hope you had a great week. Uh, I think Kyle's shipping off to Disney sometime soon. So we're gonna have some guest hosts next week. We'll try to hold down the fort and not burn the place down while you're gone, huh? Thank you. Uh, We'll see you next week, everybody.